Welcome to Relatable Thoughts. Have you ever had any of these thoughts? I'm not enough. I shouldn't be feeling this way. Or something's gone wrong in my life. Well, you aren't alone. In fact, it means you're alive and human. Here on the podcast, we're going to get real and talk about all kinds of thoughts we might have and how it affects our life. But most of all, we're just going to have fun and release whatever tension these thoughts have on our life. So let's take a deep dive into relatable thoughts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of Relatable Thoughts. <laughs> how, are, how are all of you? I hope you're doing super well. Um, if you're if you stuck it with it this much, wow, this is this is really flowing really well. <laughs> if you stuck with it this far, I am super proud of you. I love you guys, and I just hope you're getting so much of, from this. Um, are any of you guys in the midst of finals yet? Because it's coming up for me, and so um, here in Utah State, I've I've still got a couple weeks, but I know for some of you guys, it's a whole lot closer, and it's probably really tough. I know how hard that can be. Um, I totally get it right, right now. I am burnt out of school. Like I love school and I am grateful for this whole year, you know, from 2020 to now, like I am grateful for it all. But at the same time, I'm kind of (laughs) done with school over zoom. Like it, I mean, I get to make my lunch during class. That's pretty nice, (laughs) but I'm, I'm kind of just done with the online. Oh man. I just seem so apathetic with that. And I know it's all my thoughts, but at the same time, like, it's what I'm choosing, and I'm honestly taking responsibility for it. Like, it's just um, what I've been like, and it's been hard, and we've been patient with it. But um, if any of you guys are struggling with to find motivation or anything of that sort in your life right now, with school or with anything, right? I this this is going to be a good episode for you. Like, trust me, just keep listening. Um, but before that, a uh, little life update on me. Um, we recently just had a three-day weekend for a spring break. It feels like forever ago, but it was literally last week. And let me tell you, it was awesome. Like, it was so much fun. I needed the break. Still feel like I could use another break, but <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. I got to spend time with some awesome friends doing pretty much just the most random activities you can think of. Like, uh, there's a friend on the trip who specific. I can't remember who said it, but... Um, I think it was like, she, I can't remember, but she said, I think it was Caitlin. She said that, um, if you stuck like a really tight group of friends in a blank white room and left them by themselves, like they could figure out how to have fun in that room. Like, that's just how friends work. And like, they could make other people want to go, like, I want to go in a boring room like that and have fun. Um, not that I'm saying what we did was boring, but most, some people might think that the potato museum that we went to in Southern Idaho, Reed's Dairy, a random cave, all these no one really thinks about Southeast Idaho as a prime vacation spot, I feel like. Uh, but honestly, going to Shelly, Idaho was awesome. I really didn't think Idaho could be such a fun place. And, well, I stand corrected. So anyway, I've been pondering um, a lot recently on the concept of choices. This has to do with also in my life. I've decided recently this summer to begin training at the Life Coach School, which my class actually starts tomorrow, which... <laughs> Oh my gosh, awesome. Um, and uh, during this training, by the end of it, I hope to be certified as a life coach and and really practice it, actually have the skills and certification and not just think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, I really do think I know what I'm doing and I have something to say, but at the same time, like 
to have all that training, it's just going to be awesome. And I've been, you know, working through all the thoughts about that and my decision making. And so there's a lot I want to unpack in all of this. So um, bear with me. I hope you can get something from all of this. First off, if you've been following along, a lot of you might be wondering, well, what about physics? How does physics fit into all of this right now? Well, physics is still very much in my life. I literally just had an appointment with my advisor and it was awesome because I was just like, you only have to take these classes and then you get a degree. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like a degree. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, and so if you're like me, you're probably burnt out from it too. Um, I just feel like that's all I do anymore right now with school. And I just doubt whether, you know, do I love it as much anymore? Talking to my advisor, that definitely helped. Um, because it's really easy for muffin head to get in the way and you think, oh, I just don't love it. But as I talked about last week with emotional resilience with my mom, like it's important to really embrace these things, these feelings of negativity in order to get the things that we really want. Like negativity is going to come in everything. Um, overwhelm, a lot of the time, tends to block out the love that we originally feel towards decisions we've made in the past. And if you feel this way, that's totally okay. First off, it doesn't mean you made the wrong decision. I say that all the time. You've probably heard that. What's important is you are literally in charge of your destiny. And whether a decision is right or not, you, you, you decide that. You make it right. Like I mentioned before, when you... Um, quote unquote, feel any bad feeling or negative emotion like overwhelm, guilt, worry, fear, anxiety, depression, any of those, it doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. So when I feel stressed about physics and not knowing what to do in the future and feeling burnt out, that doesn't mean physics isn't right for me. Physics is just physics. That That's it. I simply make it right or wrong for me based on what I decide. Simple as that. And the same is true for you and whatever you have. Work is just work. Any circumstance for you is just a circumstance. And when you think thoughts that make you feel, for example, burnt out, that's totally okay. It doesn't make it wrong or right. Maybe some of you have had the thought, it's not working in my life. Like for me, I've had the thought like, oh, physics isn't going to work. Or really like with life coaching, there's a worry in my mind, like, well, what if it doesn't work? Like, what if I do all this training and stuff and it just ends up being a waste and I never use it? Muffinhead loves to tell me on this one, just saying like, oh, like, have you thought about this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that. I need to worry. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so easy to think things aren't working when you get tired or it gets hard. Because, um, you know, we naturally, humans, we just think it shouldn't be hard. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's a worry we've all had in our lives. Um, one of the best things, my own life coach, Jenny, um, the LDS Mission coach, she um, tells me is the thought that it never works because you make it work. Like objects, they, they can't work for you. They just They just exist. They're given to you. You're the one who gets to make it right. You are an agent. Everything else is just there, circumstances, objects, and you can choose whether you're subjected to them or whether you're the one in charge. And, you know, it could work out a hundred different ways. It always works um, by giving me the necessary experience for my life. It, whatever it is, always works by giving me new opportunities to love people, opportunities to practice managing my mind, and opportunities for others as well to do the same. When I, when I say it in this circumstance, it's whatever you feel like might not be working in your life. So, for example, I could insert, like, oh, what if the life coach school doesn't work out for me and this training is all pointless? Well, 
life coach school always works out because it's going to give me the things that I need. If I really want to do it, like it's going to be helpful in my life and I make it worth it. Um, and none of this would be possible if I hadn't made the decision in the first place. I'm the agent. I do this. And so, again, going back to the logic, there's no possible way for it, whatever the circumstances, to work for me. But it's always possible for me to make it work, make anything work in my life, because it begins in your thoughts and how you think about it. Now you think, well, if I can make anything work, and it all depends on my thoughts, well, how can I ever make a decision? This is where I get stuck all the time, because I'm like, oh, well, like, if it's all the powers on me, then, like, everything could be the right decision how do you ever make a decision <laughs> like if everything's right then like why the heck like what's going on <laughs> well um i i can't give the best advice on this one because it's something that i'm still working through but the best thing that i can say is really be true to yourself honest in your heart and make a decision that you really desire that you really want still that's super difficult for me and i'm, I'm not going to get in the nitty-gritty of this what I want to offer you is that when you come to making decisions, whatever you decide, no matter what um, it is, uh, my advice is to love your decision. Choose to love it no matter what, or more importantly, choose to love yourself no matter what. Love is one of the most powerful emotions um, that we can feel and use as motivation. And oftentimes it's the most powerful kind of fuel that spurs us to the desired action that we eventually want in our lives. Have you ever really considered why we choose to do things? Well, at the very core of it, I really believe it resides in love. A love for a thing that we might want. A love for the job that we currently have or that we desire in the future. Love for a person in our lives, a family member, a friend, something even, you know, more intimate. Um, but especially a love for ourselves. Um, Love is the foundation um, that we can build every decision in our lives and the foundation for which we can inspire change in our lives as well. Now, I want to illustrate this with an example for you today. Um, this comes from a story in the Book of Mormon. Now, if you don't know, the Book of Mormon is another book of scripture like the Bible that testifies of Jesus Christ from prophets on the American continent. And if you don't believe in this book or in God or anything, um, I, I promise this is going to apply to you. It don't think about it necessarily you know it doesn't have to be limited as a religious story um while i definitely think it is great it's even a war story so i mean <laughs> when i was a little kid um i always thought oh yeah these are the cool parts and then sometimes you read it and you're like well like it's kind of boring <laughs> like is this interesting like because <laughs> i'm having a hard time right now enjoying it it doesn't seem like a war story but anyway trust me this is gonna help um Anyway, in this example, there are two groups of people that we have, known as the Nephites and the Lamanites. The Lamanites, in this example, are angry with the Nephites and want to fight them. The Nephites want to protect themselves naturally when you're being attacked. So what's really interesting is that in the, the text, it says that the Lamanites did fight like dragons, which sounds pretty intense and scary to me. Well, this is probably a result um, that came from the fact that they believed they were wronged by the Nephites. and. They had these thoughts that then caused a feeling of anger that then spurred them on to attack vigorously. But the interesting part is that it says about the Nephites, they were inspired by a better cause. This included um, protecting their family, their religion, and just their freedom from being in bondage. 
And I don't know about you, but I feel like I'd be pretty <laughs> darn motivated uh, if it meant protecting my family in some fashion. Or maybe it's not your family for you, um, but you have a desire to protect what's valuable to you in some sense because you love it and you want to keep it. I love my family and I definitely want to keep my family. You might not, but maybe you love your job and you want to protect that. So when your boss mentions like, oh, I have to fire some people that might motivate you to work even harder so then you can keep what you love. This thought of love is powerful. It's so powerful, um, as it says in this, these scriptures, that the leader of the Nephites understood this. It's because he says he went forth and inspired their hearts with these thoughts, thoughts of land, liberty, and their freedom. Does that sound familiar to anyone involved in our country? To anyone who loves our country and wants to preserve what we think is important? Now this applies to any political party. They exist entirely because they love their country and they want to preserve it. Clearly, they have different thoughts about the best way to go about this. But are you getting the scope of what I'm talking about? That love has the potential to encompass everything that we choose to do. And equally, equally possible, we could let something like hate or fear become the primary driving motion like for the Nephites. And while the Lamanites were powerful in this example, the Nephites were able to give them the upper hand, personally because I feel like love is will endure far greater than fear will, although fear is pretty, pretty powerful as well. <laughs> So you might be thinking, what does this got to do with me? Like, so what about this example? Well, I say this because I want to show you the equation to getting the fierce confidence you desire in life, to getting the assurance that what you're doing is right in life, and to really just feeling good about yourself and about others. This all begins with love. It doesn't have to, but I believe it's the easiest way to get anything we want out of life to begin with love. So for one of my friends right now who's struggling with feeling also burnt out from school, she may want to procrastinate or even give up on her college career even though she's worked so hard to get to this point already halfway through. Well, what if we apply the salve, salve, why did I choose that word? Apply the lotion of, that <laughs> sounds worse, don't say lotion. <laughs> apply love to the problem there. <laughs> Simply saying, I love you, and it's okay what you're going through, quiets down Muffin Head, and lessens the pressure of any situation. And I promise you'll feel really good after it. Like, guys, self-affirmations are ridiculous, and they seem stupid, yet they work. They do really work. Love can bring power and life back into whatever decision you've made, and give you the motivation to chase that dream once again. But most importantly, it affirms yourself, makes you feel good about who you are because you are with you the entire way. No matter what you end up deciding, you love yourself and you will love yourself and all versions of it, no matter what. The times when you think life is easygoing and it's great and the times when you're stuck between a rock and a hard place and you really wish it wasn't going. <laughs> I even like to consider that love is the feeling that I can choose to have so that every decision I make is the right decision for me. How powerful is that? Just think in your mind, right now, I'm on the right path. How good does that feel? Because it's true. You make every path you choose the right one. So for my situation in particular, I can love me and the fact that I'm confused about what I want to do with my life. I love the fact that I love to do so many things and I want to help people in the way that is most me, the way that I can do it the most. 
So this path of being certified as a life coach while also finishing my degree in physics, wherever that goes, right now that is the right path for me because I decide it is, because I want it to be. Remember, love is only a feeling. Therefore, it is completely in our control in the thoughts we choose to think. And we won't always love ourselves. Half of the time we're prone to dislike and even hate ourselves. But one thing I can always say to myself in these moments that I've learned is that even in the moments when I don't love myself, I can love that part of me. This goes back to accepting all of ourselves, whatever we think is good and bad about ourselves, and loving it all despite what we in fact think. This is the whole part of the plan why we... Uh, some of us believe we came to earth to experience good and bad, and so we might as well love the entire journey of why we're here. Because if we can accept all of it, that lessens that resistance we've talked about before. So if you're struggling with keeping a goal or keeping a decision that you've made, find the root of what you truly want, look inside, and love it. Make love the motivation behind it. If you're making a decision, try the same process. Whatever you decide, love yourself anyway. Love yourself because then you'll enjoy what you chose more and you'll feel more confident in it because you chose to think that. You won't attach any judgment, regret, FOMO, or whatever. That's one I struggle with the most is I fear I'm going to make the wrong decision and I'll miss out on something. That's not loving what I chose. That's thinking I made the wrong decision. Even if it ends up being quote-unquote wrong in my eyes, it's still the right path for me because I get to make it right. It's always leading me to the next step. What's crucial is that if what you think decides what is right and wrong for you, then the same goes for love. You decide, simply put, if you're loved or not, no matter the moment, no matter the circumstance. No one can tell you otherwise whether you should be loved or not. You are the only one who tells you that. Love can always be the answer. It is always an option, no matter the good 50 or bad 50 that we're in. So to share an example, I have a friend who is absolutely amazing. Um, and she, her name is Abby Pace, and she's really good at public speaking. And um, recently she gave an example of an awesome speech. Well, she gave this as an example of what a great speech was. And it was in regards to, um, I'm going to say body love. And um, in her speech, she talked about how um, the necessary social change to, um, in how we talk about our bodies. But she especially highlights how it begins with changing the inner dialogue of our minds. She mentions that now, every day, she challenges herself to stand in front of a mirror and say, you are beautiful. No matter what, she says it. So one day she's got bedhead, or another day it's some smear and makeup, or maybe if you're like me and one day the barber decides to shave off your widow's peak <laughs> on purpose. It was a crazy story. He just was like, I was like, wow, this is a great haircut. And he's like, oh, wait, one more thing. And then he just was like, just like took the widow's peak up. <laughs> True story. Uh, and it looked pretty weird. But if even in that circumstance, she still says you're beautiful in the mirror to herself. I'm trying to do that now. And let me tell you, it feels great. The feeling of love always feels great. I get to tell myself that I love myself and you just feel this warmth in your heart that comes from the feeling resulting from that thought. I love myself. Love changes the inner dialogue that I have with Muffinhead, where when I stand in the mirror and he says, oh, you should change this to be beautiful or that's not acceptable. I was like, what the heck is that? 
I simply just communicate to myself, you are beautiful. You are loved. And that quiets him down every time he accepts that. He's like, oh, well, like if we love ourselves, then like, well, there's no need to worry. Like as long as we love ourselves. I think the one thing that I would encourage all of us to do after all this is to tell ourselves directly in some way that's yours, that you love yourself. Communicate with yourself this truth, hopefully on a daily basis, even when you don't believe it, because we can always desire to believe it anyways. For me, I do it when I thought download. I'm writing down all these thoughts that bring a lot of negativity. Um, if I haven't cleaned it and my, you know, my brain out for a long time, that's totally okay. Muffinhead's doing its job, is offering all me all these thoughts. But Muffinhead isn't going to tell myself to love myself. That's that's my job. I'm the only one who can do that. And so I like to write that down. I just say, no matter what, I love me. All versions of me, no matter what, I'm on the right path for me, and I love it. These sorts of thoughts build me up and help me feel self-confident and willing to take on any challenge, especially when I feel burnt out. Let's examine a couple examples. For example, when you get out of the shower and you look at yourself in the mirror, what happens? What do you say to yourself in your mind or even out loud? What about when someone critiques you? Let's say you're giving a presentation at work or I don't know, something else important like in school. What do you make that mean about yourself when someone says you're doing it wrong or that you're not worth this? What do you say to yourself when you just doubt a decision that you made or when you simply just doubt yourself, your worth, your purpose, and whether you should be here at all? Are you saying, dang, I look good, <laughs> or wow, I love this body of mine, or oh, what people say about me doesn't affect my love for myself, that I love me and that I am totally supposed to be here? Or are you letting what other people say dictate what, feel about, what you feel about yourself? Are you letting the world's definition of an acceptable body type or an acceptable life or the ideal place that we want to be, are you letting any of this dictate how you feel about yourself? Because remember, the root of everything I believe that we experience or we choose is love. That's all we really want. We want to be loved. So you can say to the world, you know what? I love me no matter what. And you'll feel it without needing to change anything. Because let's say you believe the world, then you would need to be skinnier, prettier, smarter, all these sorts of betters. Um, what happens if you actually work to attain this? Let's say you work really, really hard in a decision, for example, to lose, gain weight, I don't know, doing something where you end up getting to the world's standard which no one can ever reach but like for this example let's say you've reached whatever it is what happens well the whole time you've been telling yourself you're not acceptable and you need to change the state and therefore when you reach that state even when you reach that point your brain has created a neural loop that says i don't love my body i don't love me i need to change and that's, my friends, is what matters. What matters is what you think of yourself, not what the world thinks of you and your decisions and, and whatever you decide. Do something that you truly want to do. Do something that really connects with you and that says to yourself, I love me. When, it, when reaching your dreams or just, you know, or choosing a different path in any of these things. I challenge you truly to begin by standing in front of your physical or metaphorical mirror and look at yourself and tell yourself you love you, that you're perfect the way you are, 
that the creator made you this way and it's the best for you because it's the only you that's out there. No one can tell you that's not true. No one can tell you you aren't loved when you always love yourself. And even when they do, you don't have to make that true in your life. So we've talked about a lot, but to sum it up, if you're struggling with decisions, love yourself, whatever you decide, and love yourself even in a decision. And I promise it'll become easier to then decide. If you are feeling any overwhelming negative emotion, say to yourself that you love yourself and find the motivation of love in whatever is hard right now. Remember that the most important love that you can have is self-love. Loving yourself no matter what Muffin Head or the world says. And find a way to tell yourself this daily. Really, do it. It's weird. I mean, all of this really is, but it works. And don't you want to feel this way in the end? Don't you want to feel love in your life? I'm not saying that change isn't a good thing. You can definitely change. We all want to change in some aspect. But if it's not centered on love, then it's not really going to get us what we want in the end. Because what we really want is love. Love is always the answer, and you are always the one who can give this to yourself. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. If you'd like to learn more, follow me on my Instagram, at CalebCrazyDancer, and send me a DM. I want to be able to answer any questions you might have about your thoughts or life coaching in general. Please share the podcast with anyone who you think could use this. This week's episode was sponsored by my life coach, Jenny, the LDS Mission Coach, for always telling me I can achieve my dreams. And special shout out to the Anderson family in Shelley, Idaho, for letting us spend spring break there. It was awesome. And to everyone, keep it spicy. Spicy.